come up. Boop, 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 boop. We're back, y'all. I am walking around making coffee while we are recording this podcast because I need coffee. I'm one of those people. Oh my God, I'm going to cover my microphone. How are you, Jeffrey? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we lots can, of we things can do happening. Water ASMR. Thank you. Welcome to a very special ASMR making coffee <laughs> episode. That's gross. Sorry. I'm going to have to do it again. Um, hey, what are we talking about this week? Well, I th- we decided we were going to talk about something unique that actually I think is probably really applicable for uh, all arts administrators. Well, hell, just about anyone. But I was thinking about this. Um, we've talked about so many aspects of this pandemic and the challenges uh, the new and extraordinary uh, challenges that we're all facing uh, and what that is sort of how that's affected people in different ways. And, um, but what we haven't talked about is how that can put an additional sort of emotional, psychological, mental stress that sometimes will surface Mm-hmm. <laughs> and unfortunately, somebody might be in the pathway of right. that in the in the least expected ways. So what I'm talking about is <laughs> what are you talking? About? What is, are you talking about, Jeffrey? Is having a fight? Yeah, yeah. So what happens when two staff members have a fight? Let's say maybe the artistic director and the associate. and the associate artistic director. <laughs> What happens when that fight is very public? Um, So in case you all didn't get it, Jeffrey and I had a fight this weekend. Um, And it wasn't like a fight fight. It wasn't like knock down, drag out, because we were in separate locations. Uh Uh, Because the, the fight happened over one of the apps that we use to all communicate with each other called Slack. I'm sure other people know what I'm talking about. Um, and so we were we were not face-to-face, um, but if it had been face-to-face, it might have been knocked down, drag out. It might have ended with tears and blood. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, it culminated in an ultimatum. Um, and then we we both just kind of went away from each other. Yeah. And thought about what we'd done. And uh, oh my God, I knew coming in on Monday it was going to be like, oh gosh, I have to come in on Monday. And we share an office. It's not like you can go to your office and I go to my office and we never never the twain shall meet. We have to see each other. Yeah. And so I knew we were going to have to talk about it. And I was nervous. Were you nervous? I don't know if I was. I don't know if I was nervous. I mean, because it wasn't like I was looking to like rekindle the fight or anything. I mean, we were just gonna, I just were gonna, we were just gonna talk about it. I mean, I wasn't like thrilled at the prospect, prospect. of having to talk about it. Right. Um, uh, because again, so many assumptions being made because this started on Slack, which in many ways is like Facebook for work. It's how we instant message each other. Right. Um, so it started virtually, 
um, and then continued via email virtually right? without either of us actually talking. So you start making a million assumptions because you don't have enough information. Right. And that's how the fight started to begin with. It is because, you know, after I reacted, I thought, oh, shit, did I... Did I read that wrong? Like, did I read that wrong? Did I, was I being um, sensitive and did not pick up on inflection or whatever? Yeah. And then I was like, no, I didn't. Um, and doubled down on my efforts to fight. <laughs> um, but then we, we, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, the, the, the technology and all of that stuff that makes it easier for us to communicate with each other yeah sometimes also makes it harder yeah to communicate it's um and and the thing that we do it's going to sound corny but the thing that we do is all about clear communication not just for plans not just for who's doing what or whatever but for safety like as as a team we have to clearly communicate what's happening every single minute of the day or the time that the show's happening or you know someone could get hurt yeah. or something not happen so those new technologies are so cool but also get confusing sometimes yeah yeah it's very i mean it's been extremely helpful in the pandemic that's why we started using slack because we were working in separate places so it was easier than keeping track of a million email chains uh, chains, but it, I, yeah, the, the clear communication. Even though that is the intent, what you a, a, you know, a two sentence typed message is not going to communicate this vast amount of information that you would communicate if you were talking to someone in person. Yeah, even if you said the exact same two sentences. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and I I think all of us sometimes I think everyone is guilty of this. Uh, it's easier sometimes to just send a message that way because you don't want to deal with confrontation. Right. Right. And for like, I think for two people who, for two people who uh, are, are that other people, I'm just going to say it because it's true. We hear it all the time. Uh, we don't think it's true, but people say this about us. For two people who other people perceive as being intimidating or confrontational, yeah, I don't think either of us actually like confrontation. It's the last thing that we go to, yeah, um, because I have I have certainly seen you angry at other people, mm -hmm. and it's not it's not nice. <laughs> it's not like it's scary. Uh, and I was I'm glad when I, well I've never been on the receiving end of that. <laughs> And I try really, really hard not not to get angry. So when when we came in on Monday, I think I, w I was so thankful that we were both calm, that we had both taken a step back, right, and thought about what had happened. So the whole gist of it was that I said I could do something. Yeah. And you were counting on me being able to do that thing. Yeah. If, it, you know, we had said... If it's necessary, and I was like, yeah, we can do it. And then something happened, and it turned out I could not do it. And I wasn't clear as to why. And things were said. And I was like, I'll be there. I'll be there when I can, but I can't do it this time. Yeah. And um, 
and then it was, it was just a disaster. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, I, it wasn't a disaster. Things were fine, but yeah, yeah everything the the show went on, all of that. Yeah, and I made a, snark, a snarky comment on on the old Slack, um, and and my feelings. You know, I got butt hurt about it, and I was like, "That's it." And it was a pressure relief moment, which like it, it gets back to what I said right at the beginning. Uh, the the way things are accumulating in terms of challenges and uh, sometimes what seems like insurmountable obstacles with everything that's going on, especially for us, it's pandemic plus construction, plus producing in a separate space, plus uh, you name it. And all those things mount. And then every once in a while. It's uh, a crucible. It's a, it's a crucible. And the, we have to find a way. It's finding a way to relieve that pressure uh, where people don't get hurt in the process. Right. And, and a lot of that has to do with just good old right. fashioned communication. And I think that a lot of, you know, I certainly didn't know. I mean, I knew a little bit because I've been in this business for like forever. You have too. But this is my first time as an actual kind of like in this role as like a leader of an organization. And I was aware of it, but now I'm keenly aware of of how much how much actually goes into a season, how much goes into that the outside world has no idea. Like, I think the impression that some people have is that, oh, those crazy theater people, they're so wacky, they should choose a show and they just do it. <laughs> and I wish it were that simple, you know? It's, it's, it's waiting for things and things don't happen and things don't turn out and someone drops out and you have to get someone else and. And all of those little mounting pressures, and especially, yeah, like you said, especially during a time when when everything around you, it really feels this way. Like everything around us is telling us that we should not exist. Yeah. Every, the world around us is telling us, give up, you shouldn't exist. And we're just not those kinds of people. Yeah. Like we refuse to go quietly, gently into that good night. Um, and yeah, the, the, the pressure's got to, but it's good, right? I mean, it's, I think it's good that you and I are old friends. Yeah. And that we're able to go, listen, you're my friend. I don't want to walk away from this like this or whatever. Um, but even when we walked, like when we met, was that yesterday? Yeah, yeah was, oh my God, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Immediately, like tensions calm. Yeah, like totally. When we talked in person. Now, yeah. I'm sure that, that probably doesn't work for everybody, but I would imagine <laughs> most people who work together on a almost daily basis, um, you can, you know, you can do that. You know, there's right. no, no, no fists are gonna fly or anything. Uh, but immediately talking in person. It worked itself out. I can think of people though that I that I collaborate with that that would not have happened. Yeah. So I mean I don't know if that's like a are we just old and tired and we're like oh whatever, <laughs> or or it's a testament to our our partnership and and the way we work together and our friendship really that um, not I mean this I'm not trying to make this a love fest or anything like that but like. I can think of people that I have worked with that if that had happened and I walked into the room, we would have, it would have not been over. Yeah. I mean, you have to go into it open to 
the fact you might not be right. Right. You know, exactly. You meaning me, like when I walked no, in. No, no, yeah, me too. I, I, I also did. Came in here and, and thought, maybe I wasn't right. You know, and this is a, it's this is where personal life and work life collide. It's difficult for us because we are our personal life. Oftentimes, is our work life. I was thinking about this last night um, because we ended up there was a late later late in the evening Slack exchange mm-hmm. uh, yesterday because <laughs> we're working on a video and I had just finished doing a rough edit sort of right at the time we typically stop official work and I just put it up there to get it done. And then there was an exchange, which I think is totally fine. But I was thinking in our staff meeting today, what I need to say or reiterate, because we talk about this all the time, it's okay that there is after work hours slack exchange, but it is also completely okay that you turn off your notifications. Right. Because if it's an emergency, we will call or text. Right. And I, I'm guilty of that. I'm not really good at keeping reg, like regular hours. It's just not how it's because my personal life is so much is so wrapped up in yeah. my in my work life. And if I get an inspiration at 11 p.m., I've texted you before yeah. at midnight going like, I have an idea. And then, you know, either you'll respond or not. Yeah. But that happened last night, too. Like last night at 1030, I was like, I've been watching this show and this is what we should do. Yeah. And it was actually, it actually, that idea stemmed out of one of the things that we were disagreeing about in the room. So I think that that's a really good example of, you don't have to agree all the time. And it's good to to not agree and to not agree face to face because in the end, everybody just wants what's best. I like to think that. I like to think that we both want what's best for the theater and for the organization. And if you start from there, I think if you start from like, this person also wants what's best for the theater, then that's a good place to start. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, because then you can talk through those things and, and you know, nobody wants to F anybody over. But... Yeah, that was, that was so weird. Like the entire weekend was like, oh, I'm going to have to see Jeffrey on Monday. What's going to happen? <laughs> oh, man. Tension at my household was like, what happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. I got home on Monday and it was like, so what happened? It's all fine. Yeah, and we all, being in the, I, I'll own this stereotype, um, theater folk. I think responses sometimes aren't measured immediately. We go to the extreme. Uh-huh. Like we're so histrionic. <laughs> like we're super, super dramatic about everything and how everything affects us. And it's like, really? Come on. You yeah. know? So I went, I wanted to prepare for this podcast when we decided we should talk about having a fight, you know, in, in, in the spirit of transparency, which is how this podcast started. Yeah. Um, and so I went home, I was at home yesterday and I was looking up like articles on, uh, how to fight positively with your collaborator, yeah. how to argue at work, you know, whatever. And stuff like that doesn't come up really. I found a book, but I wasn't going to go buy a book. Um, it comes up with like, it comes up with couples. It comes up with stuff like that, but it doesn't really come up with artistic collaborators. And I think it's because, you tell me if you think I'm wrong, 
because we're so dramatic sometimes <laughs> that everybody feels like it's just part of the artistic process. I mean, you get a bunch of creative people in a room together, someone's going to fight. That Well, you know, and that's uh, on the corporate side. I mean, hey, I've done plenty of corporate training videos about you. The whole goal is to avoid any sort of confrontation or to where emotions don't come into play, that uh, there's not a heated discussion, you solve it, you, there's conflict, know, resolution. conflict resolution. And I, I'm, I'm sure that's right for most things, but I, I, yeah, I do think it is, it can be healthy. Yeah. Not everyone can communicate exactly how they're feeling in a calm way. Sometimes you have to. Right. And everybody argues differently too. Yeah. And if you, like, not everybody's going to argue the same way. Not everybody fights the same way. <laughs> the thing we have to be, like, the thing, and honestly, it, I, the thing that made me feel the worst, 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 made me think, feel the worst about all of this is the collateral damage. Because we did, it's, it was. It was public. It was public, right? And that's the thing. No, no one needs to deal with that shit. Yeah, no one, and it's no one, like no one else has time to deal with that. No, shit. nobody, and and you know we're supposed to be the leaders of the organization. Yeah, and we're supposed to set the example. And I mean, I also like I ended the thing with like I said something snarky back to you in that yeah. conversation, and that was insensitive, yeah. and uh, I felt super bad about it later. And it's it's just like, what do you what do you do when the people that you work with are also some of your closest yeah. friends. I mean, your wife is one of my best friends. Yeah. You and my husband are really good friends, and it's kind of like, ah, oh, are we gonna like? Did we just ruin everything forever? <laughs> that's just not. And see, I don't. But that's the definition of real friendship. Yeah. Because if it does, then you weren't really, you weren't really, you weren't really friends to begin with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get everyone has a different view on that. I mean, I come from an Italian family that. No, I'll you, like. I when come, everyone's calm, their voices are raised. Yeah, I mean, that's. I come from a Mexican family. It's we're we're not angry. We, that's just how we talk. Uh, and yeah, like I know that's a real stereotype, but in my family, you get it out of the way. Yeah. And five minutes later, everybody's fine again. And if yeah. they're not, they go deal with it. Yeah. On their own, but I have had I have had working relationships where something like this happened and it was like I I had no problem going you are cut out of my life yeah um, so but not you Jeffrey you're not cut out of my life <laughs> so I don't know if there's we offer any solutions or answers but mostly like a transparency that this stuff happens it does happen and, and it, I think it's it's I, I don't think people like to talk about it I don't think I think that people like to believe and people like to put out in the world that everything is super happy fun times making art and theaters fun all the time and it's just not true <laughs> It's not true. And right now, I don't think we're the only ones going through it. No, I, I know we're not the only ones going through it. You know, I have my one of my very good girlfriends is an artistic director at another theater here in town. And sometimes we get together and have lunch and bitch. 
because we both have to deal with boys <laughs> uh, as collaborators. But like, it's hard right now, right, for, for, for theaters, y'all. It's hard out here for a pimp um, because there's so much in the world telling us that we should not exist and we're just fighting to exist. And so it's good to fight. It's good to fight. Is that our lesson for today? What am I saying? What are we saying? I don't know if it's good to fight, but give yourself a break. If, if you do. If you do, yeah. And that the, typically the easiest way to get past it is, is face to face. Face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. No, I think it's true, and I do like I want. I do want to circle back to the like, if I was so happy when I left work yesterday. Actually, I was so happy. I was like, oh, thank God, that, yeah. you know that happened, and everything's fine. And there have been other times when that has happened, and I leave work, and I'm like, I'm ready to cut this person out of my life. Yeah. And so that I think you need to listen to that too, if you're experiencing this. At the end of the day, when you leave, are you ready to light the match to burn that bridge? Yeah. Or are you glad that you didn't? And that should tell you something. May the bridges I burn light the way. <laughs> I keep trying. So I, I brought up the, the French Dispatch yesterday or two days ago. I finally watched that. Because um, I'm still trying to make a decision on like really how I feel about the movie. I, my sort of what I took away from it in the end, if you're not familiar, it's the latest Wes Anderson movie. It's a it's a it's a love letter to artists of all of different mediums, um, and how bizarre and difficult they can be, uh, and or, or the or the process to get to what they're making is can be so bizarre and difficult. Yeah, but. I mean, that's the beauty of it in many ways. Yeah, I mean, I I think it is. I I I don't like. I don't buy into. I don't buy into this notion. Maybe not anymore that artists have to suffer. Yeah. To create, I don't buy into it. Maybe pre-pandemic, Christie did. Post-pandemic, Christie does not. But that the road is bizarre and circuitous and weird. I do buy I do buy into that. Like the weirdest the when the weird shit happens, when like the bizarre stuff happens, that's when the best yeah. stuff happens. That's you know. And also I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to I think our last podcast where I was talking about that bracelet that I have that says everything is terrible. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know if I I don't know if that's good. I'm gonna double down on that and and say that if you navigate, like if you navigate a terrible situation, and this was a terrible situation because I hurt my friend and I felt bad. If you navigate that situation from, like you said, being willing to say I was wrong yeah. or being willing to admit I made a mistake yeah. and also I want what's best for both of us and I kind of love you, yeah. um, then, you know, then things get better, but you have to start from there. You can't you can't come face to face and be like I was right and you were wrong. You so can't. Before before we end, I have to tell you this. So last night 
Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I forget the order now. I think it was you first. You texted me at whatever time that was, ten or something at night, to remind me to bring uh, microphones. Mm -hmm. Like three minutes later, my wife calls me, who's staying out of town right now, to remind me <laughs> to do a, something else for oh, her. Oh God! And it was—it just made me laugh. That yeah. combination, that collision of work and, and yeah, exactly. Life. No, it's it's it's. <laughs> It's true. It's true. My husband, John, references it and makes fun of it all the time. All the time. Like sometimes when I'm like, er, John, and I'll be like, er, Jeffrey. He's like, well, that's what you, you, you chose us. I'm like, ah, but it's all, it's all from caring, you know, so funny and then and then yeah and then I was like watching that show that I was telling you about which I'm not going to talk about in detail but it, I remembered a thing that we talked about in resolving the the argument and going I, I'm going to bring this back and and I think we're going to have an argument about it again but a healthy argument about it again um and I don't think either like this other thing I'm talking about we're both right I think yeah. it's just like another way to look at it. Um, anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. So I'm long story coffee. short, take care of yourselves, everybody. Yeah, if you're out there, this this podcast is, is meant for people who don't do theater, but I know that a lot of our theater maker friends listen to it. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to yourselves. And in the end, I mean, we tried our best. Yeah. We're just all trying our best. That's what we're all doing. We're all doing that. All right. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.